going to be and it's going to be great and uh we're going to make the most of it that's what our goal is so welcome 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 i'm so glad that you are joining me and uh you know here on the east coast the east coast of uh, the united states uh it's beginning more and more to feel like fall uh maryland of course has its you know it, it they say here in maryland if you don't like the weather wait an hour and it'll change into something you like uh so one minute it can be frigid another minute it can be a little warm so we're in the 40s now but uh next week the day before thanksgiving a week from today is supposed to be in the 50s uh, so, but it's fall. Listen, there's no need to complain because where are we? We are in the fall. So we, you roll with it. That's our ultimate goal. You just roll with it. Okay, so we got people joining us uh, this evening. So excited about that. So while I'm giving people an opportunity to join, I thought that I would give you uh, just a little, you know, a little appetizer, if you will, uh, a little appetizer to sort of encourage you uh, to to sort of help us to prime the uh, the pump in uh, preparation for uh, what we're going to be discussing, uh, which is a, con uh, a continuation from last week. Uh, tonight, uh, is, this, this broadcast is called Life Study. And, uh, and so our goal uh, with Life Study every week is to help you to become a better version of yourself. That's our goal, is to help you become a better version of yourself every single week. That's our ultimate goal. Our goal is to help you to become a better version of yourself. That's what I want you to do. I want you to become a better version of yourself. And that's what life study is all about. Every day that you do something different, you are a better version of yourself. And that's the goal. And remember, we measure ourselves not by gaps, but by gains. It's just the difference is that gaps, you are measuring yourself against a, 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 a goal. Gap gains, you measure yourself against yourself. And so, uh, the you know, we want you to measure by gains, not by gaps. Don't measure yourself by a particular goal or task, whether you accomplish it or not, because you can be successful in accomplishing a task even if you didn't complete the task. You can still be successful. It's all about steps. That's the ultimate goal. It's all about steps. Uh, so just, just be aware of that. But gains is a way for you to measure yourself against yourself. So literally, if you're doing something different today that you didn't do yesterday, that's a gain. If, uh, if you've done something extra with regards to watching what you eat, or you got out and you decided that you wanted to go and work out, or you decided to get up a little earlier and uh, wanted to do some quiet time or some meditation, you may have done that. You know, so there's just different things you've done. And if you're doing something different today than you did yesterday, then that's a gain. And that's how you sent Lee Meadows. So welcome to Life Study. Uh, I get to be your guide, your host, uh, and I get to lead you today. So every Wednesday is this Life Study. Now, here's one of the things that I want to encourage you to do as we have uh, many other uh, folks that are jumping on with us tonight. Uh, I, I, want, I want to invite you to learn. Uh, now, this is important. I want you to hear this. I want to invite you to learn how to sing your own praises. Now, before you come at me, all weird and stuff like that, just, just hear me out. Uh, but, but I want you to learn how to sing your own praises. Oh, hey, hey, Apostle Barr. Good to see you, Apostle Rollins. Okay, so I want you to learn how to sing your own praises. I know that's, I know that's weird, weird sounding because we're, we're typically, particularly in the faith community, we're not taught uh, to promote ourselves. We're not taught to, to turn the light on us. And I get that, I understand that, but hear, hear me out in this. Uh, it, it, it's imperative that you learn how to encourage yourself. That's just, that's just very important that you learn how to encourage yourself. That's huge. You know, one of, one of, one of our favorite one of our favorite uh, biblical narratives centered around David, uh, where he said that he encouraged himself in the Lord. So, yeah, so when I when I when I suggest that you should sing your own praises, I'm literally thinking about how you need to learn how to encourage yourself, 
how you need to learn how to pour into yourself that you might be available to pour into others. How you need to learn at times how to lift yourself, how to focus. And listen, this is not about this is not about arrogance. We're not talking about. Watch this. Not, watch this. We're not talking about arrogance. Watch this, Mabel. We're not talking about arrogance. We're talking about confidence. Yeah, there it is. There it is. The idea of singing your own praises is about helping to build confidence, not arrogance. That's the difference. That's the difference. We're, we're, we're not interested. We're not interested. Hey, Pastor Verda, we're not interested. Listen, y'all. Thank you, Melissa. We're not interested in arrogance. What we're aiming for is confidence. That's the goal. Write that down. That, that is your goal. The goal is not arrogance. The goal is confidence. And when you learn to sing your own praises, it is a way of helping you to encourage confidence in yourself. It's been not only been proven biblically, but it's also been proven scientifically that confidence helps you to go a long way. Confidence, confidence, Miss Kim, helps you to move through levels. It helps you to persevere and be persistent. It helps you to push your way through with confidence. When you struggle with low confidence, it is most difficult. It's most difficult for you to even dream and hope and believe. It's difficult at times for you to even find the motivation to keep on going when you lack confidence. So one of the things that I want to encourage you to do is I want to encourage you to learn how to sing your own praises. I want to encourage you to learn how to sing your own praises because the goal is not arrogance. The goal is confidence. That's the goal. And one of the ways that you can sing, watch this, one of the ways that you can sing your own praises is to think about something that you're good at. What's the one thing that you know you're good at? Could you write that down right now? What's the one thing you're good at? Write it down. What are you good at? What's one of the things that you do well? What's one of the things that is you consider your strong suit? I, 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 want, I, want, you to, I, want, you to, I want you to enjoy the light for a few moments. Don't shy away from it. Don't step back from it. You say we're conditioned not to receive light. We're conditioned. And so the tendency is for us to dismiss our skills and our talents, to dismiss our qualities, to ignore that there are some good things that you know how to do. So I want you to write down something that you know how to do well. I want you to write that down. If you, get, if you, if you got two, make it two. What do you do well? What, what, what are you most proud of concerning yourself? Remember, what are we talking about? We're not talking about arrogance. We're talking about confidence. We know that everything, particularly in the scriptures, counters arrogance. In fact, the, 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 the opposite of pride, of being prideful, it's humility. Humility is an idea of coming up under. It has to do with coming up under, getting, humility has to do with getting low. So it's a, that's important. That's, that's, a, that's an imperative and important practice that we learn to get low. Yeah, it's important that we do that, right? But it's also, we're talking about balance. Hey, Lorraine Nelson, we talk, hey, Nicole White. It, but, it, but listen, we also learn, we need to learn, we need to learn, Jessica, we need to learn confidence. And one of the ways that you have confidence is it's okay to celebrate what you're good at. So listen, can somebody just put in the chat what you're good at? You know, here I got people on Zoom and phone call and such. Put in what, what you're good at. What, are you good at baking? Are you, are you good at organization? Are, are you good at, you know, are you good at, you know, uh, cooking? You, you, like, you, you can burn. Like you can, you, you cook so well, you know how to put your foot in it. You know, like somebody eat your collard greens that you can taste the toe. Somebody put their toe in these greens. I mean, they hollering back at me. You put, somebody put their toe in it. Somebody, you, you, you put your, you left a toenail in it. I mean, that's, 
that that's make it that's nasty, but it makes it good. You know, I I put my foot all in. I never maybe I never understood that phrase. They put their foot in it. Isn't that kind of nasty? You know, somebody put their foot in your greens. They put their foot in this. I I never did understand it, but I I just I, I just assume it meant that's how good it is. But you know, they put they they put they they put their whole toe in that one. I'm like, ah, I'm struggling with I I'm understanding that. And I'm like, nah, I pass. You know, you love greens, not those, not those that somebody put their foot in it. But uh, but I don't know. You got people who might eat it, right? But you might be good at parenting. I like that, Miss Kimberly. Good at good listener, caring for others. Good at customer service, cooking and baking. Yeah, what are the things that you're good at? Yeah, you you got to learn. You got to learn listening. I love that. Painting. I love that. Being a good friend. Come on here. Come on here, Miss Vicky. Being a good friend. These are things that you're good at. Things that that uh, it, that just you know make you smile, that give you motivation, that provides you with energy. That's just just what it is. So it's very important that you learn how to sing your own praises. It's so important that you learn. Uh, Tina, you didn't type anything out of you didn't either. Rosa, you need to put something in the chat. Hey, Melissa, you need to put something in the chat. Listen, Charisse, what's put something in the chat? What are you good at? Alden, what are you good at? Right? What? Put in what you're good at. That's just, uh, Shantae, you didn't do anything. Put something in there. What are you good at? Everybody's good at something. Sing your own praises. Sing your own praises. That's the goal. And remember, when you're singing your own praises, what's, what's, the, what's the goal? When you're singing your own praises, thank you, Rosie. You're right. You did put something. Thank you. When you sing your own praises, what's the goal? The goal is not arrogance. The goal is confidence. That is what? That is our goal when we sing our own praises. It's building confidence, not building arrogance. So that's just a warm-up, y'all. That's a, that's a warm-up. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our live study. I'm glad that you've joined me here uh, in this uh this evening uh, driving moment, and, uh, and that's just so important. So let's just pick up and get into um, uh, what we started talking about last week. Last week, I wanted to inspire you to develop what's called a warrior mindset, okay? Wanted to encourage you and inspire you to develop a warrior mindset. And, uh, and so I, I gave you some, some examples. I talked about the reason why we need to have a warrior mindset. Um, and then following, helping you with a warrior mindset, I'm going to help you to have a scout mindset. So we have warrior mindset. We have a scout mindset. I start off with warrior mindset. And the reason why I start off with warrior mindset, because warrior mindset is the one that we're most skillful at. It's the one that we practice the most. We practice warrior mindset more than we practice scout mindset. So I wanted to start with the easy one and then go to the hard. Scout mindset would be difficult, but warrior mindset, many of us already have it mastered, right? And when you think about a warrior mindset, you think about fighting, you think about defending, you think about, you know, uh, getting out there and, uh, and protecting something. And so many of us are very good at defending mental real estate. We're, we're very good at defending and protecting our hearts. We're very good at that. You're, we're, we're, you're, we're very good at it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, oftentimes, oftentimes, you know, oftentimes, do you know what's in the middle of most arguments? What, what's in the middle of most arguments is, watch this, y'all. What's in the middle of most arguments is the need to be right. That's literally the center of most arguments. The need to be right. That's what it is. It's the need to be right. Whether you are right or not, the need to be right is what, what causes, it's at the center of arguments. It's what inflames. It's what gaslight arguments. It's about right. It's about right. And remember one thing I said is that I said to you that, uh, and helped you understand that uh, pride focuses on who's right. Humility focuses on what's right. And in most arguments, it's never, in most arguments, oftentimes, it's never about what's right. Most often, it's about who's right. Yeah, y'all, that's a good one, right? That, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Tell them, Wayne. That's a good one. It's, a lot of times it's about not what's right, but who's right. It's a center. Think about it. Think about the last argument you had with your partner. It had nothing to do with what's right. It had everything to do with who's right. And the, the, the argument is a tug of war on one person wanting to be wanting to produce reason and a defense of why they were more right than the other person. And that's what keeps the argument going. You know, at the center of argument is passive listening. I'm not actively listening to you because I'm trying to defend my piece of territory. You're trying to defend your little piece of territory. And so we're going at it. So arguments are just, you know, non-physical. It's a argument is a non-contact sport in that it doesn't involve physical altercations. You're just jabbing with words. But the center of arguments is everybody wants to be right. And pride, it's pride. Pride is on the line because pride focuses on who's right, whereas humility focuses on what's right. So I, I said all this to say as an example that when it comes to warrior mindset, most of us got it. So I wanted to start with that first, sort of give you some ideas about warrior mindset because you need it. Now, by the way, we need both mindsets. You need a warrior mindset and you need a scout, scout mindset. So you need both, by the way. So I'm, 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 I'm not telling you to favor one over the other, but I am trying to intimate to you that we have a tendency to default to our warrior mindset. And when I get to discussing about the scout mindset, you will understand the necessity of the balance. Okay. All right, so let me go back to uh, uh, reviewing some of the things that I said about uh, the warrior mindset and why it's important to have a warrior mindset. So, so what's important uh, is if you're going to have a warrior mindset, and I think that I emphasized this last week, if you're going to have a warrior mindset, you got to learn to grow from, watch this, and if you didn't write this, this is a good opportunity to write this down. Hey, Pastor Bobby. Uh, if you're going to have a warrior mindset, you have to learn to grow from failure. Okay? You have to learn to grow from failure if you're going to have a warrior mindset. You have to learn to grow from failure. You also have to learn to grow from challenges. Deacon Ted, is a, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's in martial arts. He has no student that comes to him for training that jumps into martial arts and as a black belt tomorrow. So the, the master, to become a black belt, you have to put in almost 10,000 hours of training, the years. You don't, it don't just happen overnight, right? And in that process, you're going to fail, you're going to stumble, you're going to hurt. The warrior mindset requires that you learn from failure. So I, here's, here's, here's the thing I want you to be thinking about. What did you learn from the, watch this. This is what I want you to be thinking about. This is just an exercise. Listen, if you're going to be a better version of yourself, you got to do the work. So here's what I want you to think about. What have you learned from the last mistake you made? What have you learned from your most recent failure? What have you learned from it? Or did you learn anything? Or maybe you haven't learned anything. What have you learned from your most recent mistake or your most your, your latest failure? What have you learned? That's that's just important. That's just literally important. What have you learned? Because you have to learn from failures because that is key to a mindset, to a warrior mindset. Number two, you have to learn from challenges. You have to, you have to learn from challenges. So what have you learned from your most recent challenge? So you have to. You have to learn from failure. You have to learn from challenges. You have to learn from roadblocks. What have you learned from your latest roadblock? What have you learned? Right? I, I, I tell you, one of the things that roadblocks teach me is I always have to find another way to get to where I need to go. Have you ever, have you ever planned? Some of us, most of us don't plan for roadblocks. And if you don't, why haven't you? Why, why don't, why haven't you planned? It's because somehow you're thinking that I'll never encounter. You, 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 you never, you never anticipate a roadblock. It's because somehow you think the road is always going to be full. Uh, full. Listen, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to say this because I'm guilty. 
at times. I'm I'm a lot. I'm a, I'm generally I I miss the mark. So I, I'm 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 reflecting on what at a couple of times when I miss the mark. But most of the time I, I'm on it when it comes to when I have to be someplace. But have you ever had you ever waited to the last minute for an appointment? And when you got in your car to go to your said appointment, encountered all kinds of obstacles and roadblocks to get there to the point that you got there late. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know if that's never happened to you, but that's happened to me. I, I'll tell you, Wayne, what happened to me one time. I was running late and I, I'm going to tell you there must have been a conspiracy against me. And here's what I mean by that. Because watch this, Deacon Ted, Renee. I hit every red light on my way to the appointment. I'm telling you, the traffic controller was against me. I'm to listen. If I didn't know any better, I would say the devil didn't want me to make it to my appointment. You see how y'all spiritualized stuff? The devil is against me because he know I got a doctor's appointment, and then absolutely, and the devil held me up. Ain't no devil held you up. You just left late. Ain't got nothing to do with the devil. But we got to blame somebody. I hit every red light. I mean, and I'm steaming. I'm a good Christian, steaming mad. And you're right, Renee. And then somebody's slow in front of you. And then how about this? You're in a two lane road. Somebody's slow in front of you in one lane and they slow. So they're like, they're in a race to see who could be the slowest. So you can't even maneuver around the cars. So you stuck. And then, then the, the car on the right, picks up a little speed, and then you switch lanes, and they slow down. And the other car that you was following behind start picking up. So then you think, well, let me switch back over, so I'm going to get a little room. So you switch back over, guess what? No, then the other that car slowing down. And you hit every red light. And then, have you ever yelled at the person in front of you when the light was changing to red, and they could beat it, but they decide to stop? <laughs> That's only me. That's only the rest of y'all are good drivers. Rest rest of y'all are perfect drivers. Y'all are amazing drivers. You know I mean? I'm and, and now I'm yelling at them, why didn't you go through? You could have gone through that light. You had enough time. As if they could hear me. As if they could, if they could hear me. I, like, come on. You couldn't go through that light. Why didn't you go through that light? The light, you still, you had the light. Yellow means you can go. And uh, and they stop and nobody's hurt me and I'm just sitting there and then you get to the intersection where it's got to cycle through the everybody. So and then everybody and then what adds to the frustration is the the left turn signal light turns green for cars to turn, but there are no cars in the lane. So then that makes you mad because I'm like, don't they fix this thing that is supposed to be sensitive? If there's a car there, you're supposed to give them green, but if there's no car, give us the full green so we go. So anyway, y'all can tell I've been thinking a little bit too much about that, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, listen, you have, the part of having a, a warrior mindset is you, 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 have to, you have to learn from roadblocks. You got to learn from setbacks. You got to you got to learn from pain. You got to learn from from losses. You got to learn from the tough parts of your life. That's what helps to develop this warrior mindset. So make sure you have all that down. Learn from failures. Learn from challenges. Learn from roadblocks. Learn from setbacks. Learn from pain. Learn from losses and learn from other tough areas of your life. All of that learn from all all of those listen y'all all of those are teachers consider them your teachers consider pain a teacher consider loss a teacher consider a challenge a teacher consider a roadblock a teacher consider all of those classes that everybody has to attend at one time or another all of us are going to have to attend the class where the teacher is a challenge all of us are going to have to attend the class where pain is the instructor. All of us are going to have to attend the class where loss is the substitute teacher for the day. All of us. And so instead of cursing the moment or bemoaning the moment or playing around, that's a good time to take out your notebook and learn from the teacher of the day. 
Because remember, one of my affirmations is I commit to always learning and growing. So you can learn from everybody and everything. Something can teach you. So this is important. Okay. All right. So that's part of the mindset. So uh, here's a couple of things. One, I told you don't expect too much from too little. That was one of the things that I shared with you with regards to having a, a worry mindset. Don't expect too uh, too much from too little. And and that reference, that reference, you not doing a lot, but expecting a lot in return. So you're not doing much, but you want a whole lot. And so what happens is, uh, according to experts, feeling hurt and light and feeling like a victim can be caused by expecting too much compared to the amount of work that you do. That's what the experts say. The experts say that sometimes people take on the victim mentality because you expect too much compared to how much work you put in it. So, so part of the warrior, the warrior mindset is you cannot be expecting you can't be expecting a whole lot while only committed to doing very little. You, you can't. You, you, you can't do that. So part of having that, that's the goal, is part of this is having that warrior mindset. So don't expect too much from too little. It's part of that warrior mindset that we're, we're going to, and you know, and being a war, listen, there's a passage in the Bible in Timothy that says, be a good soldier. Talks about being a soldier. Yeah, and for you to be a soldier, you gotta have a warrior mindset. You're gonna be a good soldier. Paul talked about putting on the whole armor. That's soldiering. He uses the term for the weapons of our warfare. That's soldiering. So we 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 all are committed to soldiering. And part of soldiering is having that warrior mindset. And part of having a warrior mindset is not expecting too much from too little. Second thing, now. Uh, I didn't mention this, but uh, I wanted to make sure you have this, that part of a more worrying mindset is becoming self-aware. I think I did reference that. You gotta be self-aware. That's just very important to be self-aware. And, and self-aware in this, in this area has to do with just literally having the capability to understand, watch this, it's having the capability to understand your emotions, your thoughts, and your behaviors. It's the capability of understanding your emotions, your thoughts, and your behaviors. That's what I mean by being self-aware. Having a soldier mindset is understanding your emotions. You know, the Bee Gees sang a, a song where it had the words, it's just emotions that's taken me over, tied up in sorrow, lost in my soul. And if you don't come back, if you're going to come back, come home to me, darling. Emotions. Uh, and some other groups said that. Okay. So part of, so let me just ask you this. this is just asking, just asking. Do you have an understanding of your emotions? Just asking. Do you have an understanding of your emotions? I'm just asking, do you have an understanding of your thoughts? This is just an ask. Do you have an understanding of your, of your behavior? Do you, do you understand why? If somebody repeatedly is bringing up a certain behavior you have, instead of reacting to somebody bringing it up, how about pausing and asking, number one, is it true? And then secondly, asking yourself, why do I do that? Sometimes getting to the why is what helps you to navigate said behavior. Why am I doing this? Is this a is it a defense mechanism? Is this so? That's a part of self awareness. Self awareness is understanding your emotions, understanding that you know. Here, can I give you a good principle? Can I can can I give you a, a good principle? This is this is a good principle. Thank you, Rosie. This is a good principle. When you have bit. Think about this. This is a good principle. So I hope you can write this down, record this. When you have big emotions, never make big decisions because it equals disaster. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. When you have big emotions, never make big decisions because it would always lead to disaster.
You shouldn't, when you have big emotions, you should never make big decisions when you have big emotions, never, because it'll always ultimately lead to disaster. That's why it's important that you learn. That's why it's important that you learn to sleep on things when your emotions are off the rails. When your emotions are high, that's when you need to sleep on it. Now that's now that come on here. Now y'all tell me that's not that's not a word. Come on here. Tell me that's not a word. That's a word. When emotions are high, when your emotions are at an all-time high, that's when you make decisions less. You don't make decisions when your emotions are big. When your emotions are big and you try to make big decisions, it leads to disaster. It leads to disaster. So when your emotions are at all-time high, that's never the time to make a decision. Never. That's never a good time to make a decision. Never a good time. It ne that's never a good time. How many of us who, when our emotions were off the rails, tried to make a decision during that time, an emo because you're making an emotional decision, and when you make that a decision, it ends up costing you. Uh, yeah, here, here. And, and the church said, Amen. <laughs> and the church said, amen. Or somebody once said, if you can't say amen, you can say ouch. But that's true. That's just so true. So that's a principle I want to give you. Big emotions plus big decisions equal huge disaster. That's the equation. Big emotions plus big decisions equal huge disaster. So it's best that you learn, it's best that you learn how to sleep on decisions when your emotions are at an all-time high. Learn to go to sleep. Learn to get something that helps you go to sleep. Because if you try to make a decision in an emotional moment, it'll end up backfiring on you. Okay, so that's all a part of becoming self-aware. That's all a part of a mind, uh, warrior mindset, becoming self-aware, being aware of your emotions, aware of your thoughts, aware of your behavior, right? Renee, that's good, right? Wasn't that a good one? Wasn't that a, that's, good, that's a good principle, right? Yeah, we, we really cook around here. Okay, so here's another thing that's related to uh, a warrior mindset, um, and that is to believe in yourself. I sort of gave you sort of a, I gave you a, uh, I gave you sort of a jump uh, off in that when I talked about celebrating, uh, when I talked about celebrating uh, or singing your own praises. And I said, the purpose of singing your own praises is not that you would grow in arrogance, but that you might grow in confidence. That's why you should sing your own praises. You may have never heard that, but welcome to life study. We become a better version of ourselves. It's okay to sing your own praises for the purposes of building confidence, not building arrogance. So I need you, if you're gonna have a warrior mindset, you need to learn how to believe in yourself. You, gotta, you, you have to believe in yourself. That's just so important. This could be one of the essential pieces of advice that someone should understand tonight. That one of the pieces of, uh, essential pieces of advice when it comes to a warrior mindset is that you believe in yourself. Now, somebody once said that the moment we believe in ourselves, everything falls into place. The moment that we believe in ourselves, everything falls into place. When the moment we believe in ourselves. And in many cases, when you don't, when you don't, and it's that, that they said this, that when you don't believe in yourself, when you look back at those times that you didn't believe in yourself, you could see where it led to the victim mentality. Okay, y'all hear that? When you didn't believe in yourself, you look back over the times that you didn't believe in yourself, you may see victim mentality written over that incident, or written over that season of your life because of the victim mentality. So it's important that you believe in yourself. It's very, very important that you believe in yourself because when you believe in yourself, here's what's gonna happen. When you believe in yourself, you're gonna watch this and write this down. When you believe in yourself, you're gonna push hard. When you believe in yourself, you're gonna push hard. And then not only are you gonna push hard, but when you believe in yourself, you're gonna be hard. And I'm not saying being, being hard with regards to, for whatever reason, you know, being 
antisocial or not able to get along with people. I'm not talking about that kind of hard. But I'm talking about being hard with sometimes challenges and issues that come up in life. You, you push hard, you be hard. And basically, basically, part of the warrior mindset, here's part of the warrior mindset is not allowing a gnat to distract you. You see what I mean? It's not allowing a gnat, a little gnat, to distract you. That's part of a, that's a part of, that's, that's part of, you know, ensuring that you believe in yourself. And then, you know, what part of, then what happens in believing yourself, then you'll step up to the plate and you'll carry your responsibilities as you should. You'll carry your responsibilities. You'll shoulder your responsibilities. And not only that, but, but you know what happens? You'll, you'll, you'll pick things up and you'll move on as you should. That's just very important. It's shouldering your responsibility. That's, that's huge. It's huge. Shouldering your responsibility. It's huge. Okay, so here, here's the next one in terms of a warrior mindset. Embrace. This is going to be a hard one. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to put it out there. Uh, oh, let me, uh, let me repeat another one I said last week, and that is don't take things personally. I said that last week. Don't take things personally. That's a hard one, right? Isn't that a hard one? That's so hard. It's hard not to take things personally. But a warrior mindset requires you learning. And oh, by the way, all of these things that I'm sharing with you tonight, they're learned. They're learned actions. They're, it's learned activity. You got to learn not to take things. It's, it's, it's work. It's going to be work, but it's so hard not to take things personally. And it's a powerful, listen, it's, it's, it's a powerful insight. If you, if you can get this, it's important. Because one of the things I mentioned last week is that individuals who don't treat you with compassion probably need compassion more than you do. Wow. Wow. People who don't treat you with compassion need compassion more than you do. People who, who don't treat you with kindness probably need kindness more than you. People who don't treat you with love and empathy and trust probably need it more than you. Think about it. The person that doesn't show you honor, listen, probably is lacking it in their life. Think about it. Because if they don't show it to you, they must not have it to show it to you, which means they need it in order to be able to show it. If somebody don't show you love, it may be that they don't have the capacity to love, which means that they're the ones who need love. Because if you recognize that you're not receiving love, then what that means is it's in you to be able to recognize you're not receiving it. But the person who's not giving it, they may need it a whole lot more than you. In fact, that you don't love me, yeah, you need some love. Yeah, yeah, you need some love. That's, that's, Sharice, that's it. But basically, somebody who don't give you understanding probably need a whole lot of understanding. I, I think that the way that people treat you the way that people treat you, the way they the way they treat you, it always comes back to them. You, you got to understand, it always comes back to them. But here's the thing. Watch this. Tell them, Elder Wayne, our issue is we don't want to wait for it to come back to them. So we want we want to issue judgment on ourselves for ourselves. We we literally want to judge. You know, sometimes our reactions, sometimes our reactions. Is judging. It is, it's us actually judging a thing. Our reaction is a judgment. You're making a judgment about a situation or scenario or about a person without knowing all the facts. And you're issuing a judgment because you expected something from them. But in, sometimes what you expect from somebody is the thing they need the most if they're not giving it to you. So, so I think that it's important that you learn not to take things personally. And, I, and it is important that part of this warrior mindset, and I told you I'll, uh, the, uh, the, the counter to warrior mindset, the scout mindset, I'll get to that at some point. But understand this, you need to have a mental toughness. You, you have to learn how not to focus or worry about negative opinions or thoughts about others. Your dream is your dream. Your hope is your hope. Your vision is your vision. 
So, so sometimes you have to remember, I, uh, prior to talking about the warrior mindset, I, I spent a few weeks talking about a, having a healthy support system. Your healthy support system is where you share your dreams, your visions, and your hope because it's safe there. That's a safe space there. You don't just share. Listen, if Joseph taught us anything, he taught us that you can't share your dreams with everybody, not even your family. Ah, oh, 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 oh. Not even your family may understand why you dream and what you dream. See, Joseph's brothers didn't dream what he dreamed. So he just thinking, hey, with I, I believe he had a lot of naivete about him. Hey. Hey guys, I had a dream. In my dream, y'all bowing down to me. What? What? Ain't nobody gonna bow, boy. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna bow down to you. You know, you, you, Joseph. He taught us anything. You can't share your. You cannot even share your dream with some family members. And listen, if Joseph taught us anything, he couldn't even share his dream. Share his dream with his own brothers. I mean, how close? You, you, you can't get no closer than brothers. But he couldn't even share his dream with his brothers. Now, it wasn't all his brother. A couple of his brothers tried to save him, but apparently they didn't have enough influence. But they had just enough to sort of switch the narrative. Instead of having him killed, they just sold him into slavery. But you can't, you know, sometimes you got to be careful who you share your dreams and your vision. And so that's the reason why you have to create you know, part of your healthy support system to create a safe space where you can share your dreams, where somebody is not, somebody is not going to be threatened by it and somebody is not going to be intimidated by it. And, 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 and they're gonna they're gonna push you. They like, go for it. That's your dream. So part of not taking things personal is important because uh, it's you know you, it, you know you you got to sometimes shield what what you desire, what you hope from negativity. Now I'm not saying that you you totally separate yourself from constructive criticism and relevant correction, relevant correction and constructive criticism. It's helpful because it helps us trim the fat on what we're trying to do. So you should listen to wise counsel. That's important. Having wisdom in your life is huge, but you need to limit, you know, to those whom you trust because at the end of the day, can't everybody handle where are you trying to go? You're trying to, uh, everybody can't handle. I was I was uh, teaching about Jonah and the well a couple of days ago. One of the things that uh, I missed that I wanted to add was that one of the reasons why uh, uh, the well had to spit Jonah out is because Jonah no longer was a match for where the well was going next. <laughs> Come on here, Patsy. Jonah was no longer a match, so the, the whale had to spit Jonah out because you're no longer a match of where I'm going. And sometimes you got to put stuff out of your system because it's no longer a match with where you're going. Sometimes you got to get it out of your system. Sometimes, watch this, sometimes you got to get hate out your system because it don't match where you're going. Sometimes you got to get bitterness out of your system because it don't match where you're going. Sometimes you got to get that, that heaviness out of your system because it don't match where you're going. It don't match. It's no longer a match. It's no longer consistent. So instead of you mourning over the loss of this person, that person, whatever, had you ever thought that they don't match where you're headed? That, 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 they, that, that it wouldn't line up when you got there? Where, where the place where you're going in this season of your life requires you to be more serious, but the person you attach yourself with is always playing and not taking things serious. That may mean this is where, watch this, the, the whale was basically saying to Jonah, this is where you get off. <laughs> this, this is where you get off. This is where we part. This is where we go our separate rate, ways. This because because you got you, you got to go one direction, but I'm on assignment to the next. And sometimes what you're carrying don't match where you're going. But have you ever gotten to a new place and it still felt heavy? The heaviness that you're feeling may be the dead weight you've carried from your last. Because some of us carry 
aches and pains and struggles and issues from our past into our present. And that's how it shows up in our future. So I just, yeah, I'm just, that's just a little play on that story of Jonah and the well, that sometimes you have to go where you have to go and whoever is with you is not a match to where you're going. So this is where we got to park. All right. So, uh, so definitely, uh, don't take things personally. I know that's a hard one. That, that's a little hard one. Here's another one. Control your thoughts. Control your thoughts. Control your thoughts. Control your thoughts. That's a hard one. It is. That's a hard one. Controlling our thoughts? That's hard. Controlling our thoughts are hard. They are. But if you're going to have a warrior mindset, you're going to have to learn to control your thoughts. The thoughts we think are the cause of the actions we do. Watch this. The thoughts we think are the cause of action that we do. And the thought inside you will either make you a victim or a warrior. Wow. Wow. Did you hear that? The thoughts you think will either make you a warrior or make you a victim. Either make you a warrior, Bree, or it'll make you a victim. That's what you need to think about. Thoughts. You, you, you hear me, Shante? Thoughts that you think will either make you a warrior or they will make you a victim. So that, that's why it's so important that you work on those thoughts. That, that's why it's important. You know, there somebody said that that you know by the end of the day, we have on average about ten thousand thoughts. By the end of the day, that's so true. Uh, there and, and but, but did you know this? Did you know that it, there are hundred there are hundreds of thousands of thoughts in every individual on the earth. There are hundreds of thousands of thoughts in every individual. And once we allow them to overpower us, it's very hard to control them. It is. And typically, typically we struggle because we allow our thoughts to take control. Do you realize, let me tell you a principle here. This is a principle here. There's a principle in Proverbs that says that whatever a man thinketh, so he is. So you understand that? That's why it's important to control your thoughts. Because what you think is what you are. So that's why controlling your thoughts is huge. Because Proverbs says, whatever a man thinketh, King James, so is he. So consider that. You could literally be the thoughts you think. So if you don't, if you don't, watch this. If you don't want to be who you are, change what you think. <laughs> oh, hello. The proverb says you are whatever a man thinks, that's what he is. So if you don't want to be who you are, then change what you think. Changing what you think changes who you are. You say, but I can't stop thinking about what I think about. You can stop. Well, how do I stop thinking about the thoughts I think? Well, here it is. Drum roll, please. Da -da 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 -da. The way you stop thinking about the thoughts you're thinking is you need to input other thoughts to counter the thoughts that you are thinking. So if you're flooded with negative thoughts, then you need to flood with positive thoughts. You, li you literally need to give, you need to give your negative thoughts some, some competition. Wow. Wow. That is so good, Verda. That is so good. You need to give your negative thoughts some competition. And the competition you give negative thoughts are positive thoughts. Come on here. That is so good. That's so good. That's what you get. That's the kind of competition you give negative thoughts. You give negative thoughts competition with good thoughts. Paul said, think on these things. Well, what things? What things? So what things that are pure? Things that are lovely. Things that are excellent. Things of good report. He says, think on these things. There it is. Hello. There it is. You have to give, watch this, tonight, you need to decide. Hey, Calvin Lindsay, you tonight, you have to decide to give your negative thoughts competition. And the way you give your negative thoughts competition is you counter with positive thoughts. And if you're struggling with finding positive thoughts, then you have my permission tonight to borrow positive thoughts. 
You can borrow positive thoughts until you generate your own. Hello, somebody. You can borrow positive thoughts until you generate your own. Wayne, can you send me some of your positive thoughts? Come on here. You just you need to phone a friend and get you a lifeline and borrow somebody else's positive thoughts so that it'll help generate yours. You say, well, that, that, that does is, that, is, does that actually work? Well, I'll I'll tell you. I'll I'll, I'll give you an example whether or not it works. Uh, whether or not it works. Have you, I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but have you ever experienced your car not starting and you found out there was a battery? Have you ever experienced that before? Where you've had a dead battery. And what's the thing that you've asked somebody who might've been around? Do you have any jumper cables? And they have jumper cables and guess what happened? They open up the hood of their car, you open up the hood of your car, they take the red and connect it to the red, which is the positive, they take the black and connect it to the negative, and then they run it to your, and you're literally getting a jump from somebody else's battery. Come on here. When you get the positive thoughts from somebody else, you're literally getting a jump from somebody else's battery so that you can help to counter the negative thoughts that are continuing to plague you. Get, listen, tell some, listen, I dare you to text somebody and tell them I need a jump. Come on here. Tell them I need a jump. I'm going to tell them I need a jump. I'm going to tell you what, Wayne got enough juice for all y'all because he got, he got a huge battery. He, he got, a, he got a Ford 150 battery underneath his mind. <laughs> Come on here. Listen, you just need a jump. And some of you might need a jump. So go ahead and get a jump. Get somebody else's positive thoughts to help you do battle with your own. You know that's allowed, right? We who are weak are to bear the infirmities of. We who are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak. If you see somebody overtaken, then you who are already there, help them be restored. So it's okay to get a jump from somebody if you need one tonight. If you need a jump, you get a jump. That's that's. That's that's gonna help you control your thought. When life gets tough, it's way easier. And y'all know this. When life gets hard, it's way easier to think about negative stuff. Even though it's tough, you gotta do your best to think about the positive things since you cannot succeed if you keep thinking thoughts that are not constructive for your goal. You you can't. You 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 got nobody's life is turned around by feeding off the negative. You don't turn your life around by feeding on negative thoughts. You don't. It just doesn't happen that way. Hey, Johnny Cunningham. Yeah, it just doesn't happen that way. You understand that, right? It doesn't happen that way. Let me give you one more and then I'm done. Here's another one. And that is, this is the last one, and this is hard. Now, you thought the others two were hard. Uh, this one's hard. Here it is. Are you ready? Are you ready, Miss Alima? This is really hard. Here we go. You ready? Let things go. <laughs> I told y'all, Patsy, that's a hard one. That's the hard of the hardest ones. Learning to let things go. I think, Melissa, that is harder than not taking things personally. Well, that's hard. Letting things go that's that's are you listening to me tonight letting things go is the pathway to a warrior mindset learning to thank you renee learning to let things come on renee you know right letting things go is hard you're right janice that's a good bumper sticker let go and let god but letting go and let God is hard. It's hard. Can, we, can we be 100? It's hard to let things go. It's hard. There are many cases where we too much, uh, we rely, we hang on to too many things too long. There, there are times, especially material things. Listen, can, listen, where, let, me, let me just ask somebody, what, what do you have that, you refuse to let go that you know you should have been to let go. Okay, who's going to be honest? Go ahead and write it for me. What, what, write it for me. Go ahead, and, go ahead, Renee, tell them to write it. You, you're 60 years old. You still got a teddy bear. 
go go ahead, Miss Vicky, write it and tell them you still and you still got you still need a you still have a blanket from when you was a kid. But what is it? thank you? Clothes, shoes, rollerblades. Yeah, especially if you ain't in rollerblades no more. Why you won't let them go? I know, I know some of us won't let clothes go because you think it's gonna come back in style. Well, I can't get rid of this because it might come back in style. I paid too listen, I paid too much money for this. So I'm just gonna so it's just taking up. Do you have clothes in your closet that's that's taking up space for free? Shoes at the bottom that haven't seen the light of day in months. You got stuff that's broken, but because it has a sentimental value, you won't let it go, but it's broken. But you won't let it go, Mabel. It's broken. Let it go, Mabel. It's broken. Let it. <laughs> L.A. It's broken. Get rid of it. But you won't hold on to it. <laughs> you don't hold on to it. <laughs> Towels, blankets. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Holiday decorations. <laughs> you, you. Every year, you bring them same decorations out, and they falling apart. <laughs> they, they, they hanging on by a thread. <laughs> they just literally. You won't let it go. You won't get rid. They've been telling you to get, you need to get rid of that tree, but you still drag it down and you setting it up. It's on its lad. It it won't even stand up straight anymore. It's just it just bent over from age. It just you won't let it go. The picture frame is cracked, but you think, well, my great grandmother gave it to me, <laughs> so but it's cracked. You know, just won't let it go. Just got an old car. It won't run no more. So it's just sitting out in the driveway. Just just you know. It's got it's got grass growing all around it and through it. I, oh my goodness, somebody said 2020 calendars. <laughs> somebody, somebody said relationships. Rosie, don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. Relationships. Oh my goodness. There's so many things that y'all holding on to. If you have a warrior mindset, you're going to have to learn. I know you hate me right about now, but that's okay. I mean, I'm in the safe space of my office and you can't get at me. But you're gonna have to learn to let some things go. If that's a part of having a warrior mindset. You're gonna have to let some things go. So I mean what? Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to let it go. You know, and I think depending on what it is, letting things go, depending on what it is. Now, some things you definitely should keep. But depending on what it is, some things, if you let them go, a huge weight will be lifted off your shoulders and your head will be clear. And I know that letting things go is hard. But once you understand and observe its benefits, you'll start to see the act of letting things go, whether material or mental, will release you from a lot of stress and mental clutter. If you're gonna, if you're gonna develop a warrior mindset, yeah, if you're going to develop a warrior mindset, quite frankly, you're going to have to learn to let things go. That's hard. It's hard. I know. It's hard. It may not happen overnight. One of my one of the shows when I do get a chance to to, to catch a little TV, I don't get much time for it. But one of the shows I like to watch is Hoarder, Buried Alive. And uh, that show is fascinating to me because I, I, I'm amazed at how people collect so much stuff to the point where their health is in jeopardy. And if they're married, they have children, their children, and their safety stuff is piled from, from floor to ceiling, magazines and unopened things and things just it's, You've never seen that show hoarding, buried alive. I think it's on A and E, uh, so it, it streams. You gotta go watch it. Watch at least one episode of it. It just it just boggles your mind. You know that there's some mental stuff going on there, but the things that they hoard. I was one episode, and this is this is a trigger alert maybe for someone. But I was watching one episode, and she had so much stuff. As they were clearing things out, and they finally the psychiatrist and the therapist came to get talk them through to clear it out. There was so much stuff that when they started pulling stuff out, she had she had not seen her cat for years where the cat had crawled behind some stuff and died. So by the time they cleared the stuff out, the, the cat was just a carcass. That's how long the cat had been back there. That was so sad to me. 
That was so sad. She had lost track of the cat. And the cat got lost in that maze of stuff. Sad. Now, I'm not saying any of you are hoarders. But maybe, maybe, as I end tonight, maybe you are a hoarder of thoughts. And you have struggled with letting some thoughts go. It's time. Gonna have a worrying mindset. This is how we do it. Okay. All right. So I'll be back uh, to talk about a few other things to really close this out and then switch to the scout mindset. But thank you for joining me. I'm, I'm so, so, so appreciative. So appreciative. Uh, and totally 100% uh, grateful that you join me every week. Tonight we had over 60 people that joined us tonight. And uh, it was just a great opportunity for us to learn, for us to grow. And uh, so I thank you for joining me tonight. Listen, be careful where you are. Just be mindful. We're going into the holiday seasons. And, uh, you know, stay alert. Be vigilant. Uh, but have a great time. Enjoy family. Enjoy yourself. Learn to, to sing your own praises. Uh, do those things that are necessary for your own health and uh, for those who are connected to you. Uh, but I'll be here as long as I have breath in my body to continue to help you on this journey of becoming a better version of yourself. So thank you for joining me on Life Study. I'm Dr. Shanklin, and uh, today is brought to you by the Center of Transformation that helps to really take care of uh, the, uh, the opportunities that we have to, to log on here. So if you get an opportunity to give, why don't you do that? Just, you know, just a great way that you can give to this movement, give to this moment. Uh, really support this effort. We are, we are listener supported. We really are. Um, and so when you give, it helps us to keep going. And uh, we want to be able to do that. We pay for the call, the dial in. We pay for the Zoom uh, subscriptions. Uh, we pay for the computers that help to log uh, uh, 